Welcome to the Cars and Cartridges podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, a.k.a. OG Retro. I'm here today with Chris, a.k.a. Koozie Retro Games, and a special guest, Woo. Retro Alley. What's going on? Hello. How are we doing? doing good. How are we doing? How are we doing? I'm doing great. I've got an ice-cold bush light in my hand. I just, gra- <laughs> <laughs> I just grabbed a sweet PS2 bundle, okay. and I'm going golfing after work tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. The triple Ooh. threat. Life can't get better. Ali, how about you? Yeah, I don't know. I had a pretty good day. It was pretty normal. I don't know. I worked, <laughs> played some games, played Animal Crossing. I just got Room Factory 4 special on Switch, so I've been playing that. And yeah, I don't know. Nothing You're probably like the biggest gamer out of the three of us. Oh, 100%. Really? <laughs> and it's awesome to actually have someone who plays... Vi- no, I play some of my games. <laughs> you play some games. I don't play video I games. I pretty much play Pokemon, and that's it. No, there's... A- that's pretty much me, too, honestly. Like, out, like... People, because people are always like, oh, what do you, what like franchise do you like outside of Pokemon? I'm like, I really like Animal Crossing, I love some Kirby, Final Fantasy, like, yeah. But I don't really stray too far outside of like the <laughs> Nintendo bubble. So I like, I like the PS4 exclusives, but that's, or PS Sony exclusive, another topic. Yes. Anyways, <laughs> what do we got on the agenda for today, Ryan? So, yeah, I forgot to even say that. Today we are talking about uh, kind of like, displaying your collection i wanted to talk about different ways uh you know like display hacks i I wanted to call it like awesome what types of different display hacks have you thought of or like what how do you what um what do you want to display that maybe you can't yet you don't know how to display uh things like that and then we're going to talk about uh kind of form versus function when it comes to displaying your collection in the same realm so like is your is your collection made for more form, like playing it? Like, do you have your stuff all set up to play or is it all set up for like a really nice display, a mix of both, whatever. And like kind of the opinions on that, we're going to talk, Chris is going to walk us through uh, the top five things uh, that we want to add to our collections, which is going to be interesting. And then lastly, talking about tops going public in the stock market, bringing the TCG scene the stock stonk market, stonk. <laughs> market through way of uh, the NFT space and that kind of thing, which is pretty cool. And I'm sure uh, Ali is going to contribute to all these conversations with her crazy. Do you have a really cool background? I feel like in terms of like how yes. you come up from like Twitch and you yeah. stream, like you're a streamer. Oh, I thought yeah. you're talking like background, background. No, she has like, I've got my closet open. My yeah. bed's not made. <laughs> you guys can't see the video. Ali does have a dope background. I do. Uh, I got all my my Pokemon problem here. My Pokemon <laughs> problem. <laughs> problem. No, 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 but like, as opposed to us who are like more focused on the, I feel like the reselling kind of collecting yeah. aspect. You're definitely more of the gameplay type. Yeah, definitely. Give right, us a quick so, background on where we can find you, Ali, and kind of what you do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Ali. That's just A-L-I. And then on everything else, uh, literally, if you just Google Retro Ali, but Twitter, it's Retro Ali, but the O is a zero. Same with Instagram. because someone, someone took my name. I messaged that guy on Instagram like once a month. I'm like, yo, dude, I'll buy your handle. Like, Honestly, for real. Ryan, I like yours because it kind of gives definition to your username because you can't do yeah. capitalization. Because you can't do capitalization on Instagram. Cool. Yeah, it looks cool. Thank you. I'm trying to think. What else do I have? Yeah, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch. Uh, 
SoundCloud, <laughs> LinkedIn. <laughs> Check out her mixtape. Check out the mixtape. Mix yeah, pretty much just tape. Google Retro Alley. I'll, I'll come up. So you'll awesome. see my face. Awesome. Yeah. All right, let's get into the first topic. Talking about, I mean, we're talking talking about Retro Alley's background. Uh, mm. Talking about displaying your collection. How do you do it? Do you have any hacks? I'm looking at your background, Ali, and you have, how many plushies do you have? Uh, <laughs> I might have to get back to you. <laughs> There's a lot of plushies. There's a lot. I mean, because I collect Pokemon. Well, I used to be more active with collecting like Pokemon plushies like a couple years mm. ago, and then I kind of took a pause from it, and now I'm like kind of back into it, but mainly just, you know, Raichu, as you can see. Yeah, he's, he's my fave. And go. then I and then I'll I'll go after ones of like my favorite Pokemon, like the sitting cuties that came out at the Pokemon Center is dope because now okay. like every Pokemon gets something. Um, but yeah, so there's there's a lot of there's a lot of them. <laughs> They're like pretty neatly organized though. Is there is it are they just crammed in there or is it just yeah, like, I kind of just sit them in that little cube thing behind me and well. then the ones that are behind me like this are sitting on top of like one of those Pac-Man mini arcades. It's oh, yeah. <laughs> like a propped up. <laughs> One of the things awesome. we bought that we maybe shouldn't have, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that shotgun collecting. No, yeah. I got that like for that? free because okay, it was fair. sponsored. Fair enough. Shout out that sponsor. Maybe not yeah. this podcast, but hey. But um, what's it called? <laughs> I think with stuff like that, like plushies and like amiibo and stuff, the more you have, honestly, the better it looks. Yeah, I, I see those big amiibo collections. If you do it cool. right, yeah, yes, because I would love to collect amiibo, but like I can see with plushies too, they take up a lot of room. Yeah, so you have to be selective <laughs> with what you do and how you display because it could just look like a mess. But if you do it oh, right, yeah. it does look really good. Ali's looks good, and if you definitely again go to her Instagram, you can check. I'm sure you have many photos of it. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> like myself. Yeah. Kind of how I display yeah. my games is so my situation right now, I, I live at home with my family, parents, brothers, etc. And I and I share a room with my brother. So I don't have a ton of room, but I've got two bookshelves where I display all my games. I just got them from big lots for like 30 bucks a piece or whatever. Two bookshelves, nothing fancy. I have just a plastic shelf where I have all my systems on. Okay. And then kind of boxed systems and accessories are stacked on top of the bookshelves and on top of this like wardrobe that we have in our room so the biggest struggle i have right now is displaying box stuff specifically yeah. systems because they're so big Huge. but they look so nice mm-hmm. bro and chris like you are like i could have held on to a lot of box systems and stuff i've gotten over the years but i i sold them because of space like yeah mm-hmm. and you you're keeping a lot of the stuff which is super cool i'm kind of jealous of it yeah so you do when you do have space they're going to be amazing and that's yeah. my thing i'm uh me and my girlfriend actually just got pre-approved for a house hey. so. yeah. <laughs> Big news there. so we're gonna be looking for a house here in the near future so when i get a house and hopefully she doesn't shove everything in the basement i will have a nice setup <laughs> for it so I, i'll i mean if you guys have any hacks on how to display box systems i'd love to hear i mean boxes uh... are tough i think the only hack i would say is like maybe diagonal like you want to yeah. you want to display them at an angle because you really, the ideal space. thing would be to have them facing, full facing outwards, but then yeah. you did so much room. I do the diagonal thing with my Pokemon boxes. I, yeah. I can't turn my, well, people will be listening to this audio, but on my shelf, I have like 
blue, yellow, gold, silver, crystal, ruby, emerald, yeah. all in a row. And they're all sort of like tilted. That's cool. So it's like, mm -hmm. I can fit all of them on there because if I put them all just like straight face out, you're not going to be able to. I do to the, uh, I do like the, the bookcase method, bookshelf method with my Pokemon. Yeah. So the spines are facing out. Mm -hmm. I have, you can see, wait, wait, it's mirrored. <laughs> whatever the bookshelf right there right there right there <laughs> i'm like how do i point uh the bookshelf right there you can't see it obviously but um that has a bunch of pokemon games and they're all but then there's some choice games on top that i like really like yeah play. but then like my favorite i i think the push pin is such an undervalued tool my friends if i was gonna say allowed, thumbtack yeah, yeah that's what i mean mm. like a thumbtack if you're allowed to throw a push pin in the wall I have hung up my entire N64 system collection with push pins. I, people <laughs> ask all the time, how do, how do you do the N64 collection, bro? All my, N64, like the full Fantastic, all the colored ones yeah. on the wall with push pins. Because they had the little expansion Those, pack door on this. At, well, at I the, used the, the screw holes. Just all oh, the screw holes. They're perfect, perfect place. I made, I made a little template out of paper, and then I just put that on the wall and just put the Fantastic <laughs> oh and then move the template, and then you're good to go. That's genius. Right. And the same with my hats in the background. All the thumbtacks and boom, boom, hats all hang on the wall. <laughs> it's good. But I think I'm a big fan of the thumbtack method. So in, in terms I can of do that. And then also, I have a 3D printer. So I like 3D print stuff to do Ooh, displays and things. But even cool. if you don't have a 3D printer, I think buying like 3D, like you can get relatively cheap ones on like etsy and things like for mm -hmm. stands for gaming i, got one. Go. I have those yeah oh, rose those. you can get yeah. them on rose colored gaming yeah, too. they make really nice ones so there's i mean there's all sorts of you know price scale of price you could spend on them mm -hmm. but um i think doing doing that kind of thing is a display hack and i think bookshelves are great especially if you find some nice ones just to kind of display your games that's great i also once i get a house i'm gonna start looking more vigilanty that's even the right word um at like goodwill and i'm gonna start looking harder yeah, yeah. um at like goodwill garage sales or facebook marketplace for like a glass display with some oh. shelves in it so i want to put like my expensive stuff in there yeah, yeah. Out, out of the out of the reach of kids and things like that so yeah. i want to have a glass display and if it's got some lights in it that'd be Ooh. even better i mean you could put oh. some lights in it bro get those exactly. like yeah led strips from amazon yeah. throw Ooh. them in there oh cheap and easy and the other yeah. thing I want when I get a house is a entertainment center with a bunch of like cubes in the bottom oh, where I will yes. have, where I will like have my systems sure. set up and ready to go. Cause right now all my systems, like I said, are just yeah. on a shelf mm -hmm. and all the controllers are, I mean, all like the cords are in gallon sizes of black bags, like oh labeled gosh. like super so Nintendo. Yeah. Wii. So plug everything in every time. Ex every time yeah. even I want to go test something. I go fish through this bin no, for the no, cords, no, 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 no. fish for a controller. <laughs> I feel it's like hard. this segue, I mean, we have to segue in perfect form versus function conversation next. <laughs> if So it sounds like your collection is specifically for like display. display. And that's just my situation right now, living at mm. home. I can't have, I can't have 12 systems hooked up to the family TV in the family room. It's true. They'd yeah. probably be pissed at you. What about you, Allie? What do you got? I have, so like for my setup, I guess, yeah, mine's sort of a different situation since I stream. I yeah, have, that's, um, that's interesting. so right now in front of me, I have uh, my Animal Crossing Twitch dock that's hooked up to my capture card. Right. Then I have my GameCube uh, next to that hooked up, ready to go. And I have um, 
what's it called? The Carby HDMI adapter, one of those. Oh, yeah. So I have those two on my desk. So those are like ready to go because I stream from those. Yeah. And then two, I guess for streaming, I have a capture card, a DS, which is That's so cool. cool. Kind of jealous um, of that actually. And then behind me on that TV, the CRT, the thing is I only have room for one console to like be hooked up at a time. So like right now, like I've beaten all the N64 games I own. I still have like four games I want to get on my wish list, but so right now my Super Famicom is hooked up because I have some games I want to play on that. Yeah. So that one I got to swap out, which is annoying. So like my N64 is on the shelf. And then in my living room, I have another Switch dock and my PS4 set up. Um, so mostly mine is like, you know, everything's pretty much ready to play besides like the swapping I got to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then I have like, you know, too many Game Boys because that's my other obsession. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have like 50 so billion Game Boys just everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my mine too, because I, I stream a bit too. So I have the capture card, same thing, Elgato yeah. with the Switch dock. Mm. And then I have the PS4 actually underneath the desk. Ooh, that's a good idea. And then I got to my left, I got kind of some vintage systems. I got the N64, I got a GameCube, I got a Dreamcast, mm. and oh, a PS2. I forgot. That one's like hidden. And those are all hooked, <laughs> up, hooked up, ready to play, which that's is awesome. Yeah. Oh, and a Wii. And then today, because as if I don't have, I just, I love creating setups like that. So yeah, I like I got a new rolling like wire. Rack. Oh, I saw oh, you post that. Oh my yeah, God. I have so one cool. of those. 40 bucks at Walmart for that thing. Like amazing. Yeah, Walmart? <laughs> yeah. Shout out Walmart, dude. That was such a good <laughs> shelf. It can hold like 500 pounds. So yeah. I was like, word. I built that and I put together another like specific setup for like testing. So like I can have mm. all my systems kind of hooked up really quick and easy. Everything's like I spend my time with wire management. So it like looks nice. It can roll around like yeah. I can move the whole setup like anywhere I want, which is pretty cool. So question for you, Ryan, too, yeah. I guess, because you're talking about that and you're kind of more on the reselling side. Yeah, yeah. I've thought about getting a Retron specifically for oh, testing. How, what, what have you thought about that? Because I mean, it's like, especially if you get one of the nicer ones, they can play like mm-hmm. seven different systems or whatever. That's a brilliant yeah. idea and uh honestly should do should do can they Once, do you know if they hook up uh to like are they just hdmi or do they have analog hookups too no they've got analog hookups too because you can test like nes super nintendo um oh that's nes dope. super nintendo game gear game boy genesis yeah, that's, that's badass. so many things <laughs> that's badass mm-hmm I so I, I think once I get a house and I have more of a dedicated space, a dedicated workspace, I want to get a Retron because it should be so easy just to bang, 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 bang yep. instead of unhook a system, plug a system in. Or even like <laughs> if you have, or even if you have them all hooked up, changing the AV switcher and then if something, if something's not unplugged, oh, right, yeah, that's you what reach I behind the TV. Switchers. I have a bunch of AV switchers. <laughs> Automatic AV switchers. It's godsend. <laughs> that's awesome. So yeah, so turn the power on. But yeah, before I did that, it was annoying, so. If anybody has any specific ways they display their collection, please feel free to shoot us a DM or shoot, post pictures on your Instagram stories and tag us in. Tag we would love, to see, would love to see your collection. collections and how you display them. One thing I've seen that I think is really cool is people use nail polish displays yes. to, dis- to display Game Boy games. Haven't seen that. So I've a nail- been meaning to do that. <laughs> so a nail polish display is just like an acrylic kind of like shelf looking thing, like stairs, okay. and but it's mm-hmm. like the perfect size to like tier game boy games oh that's badass yeah like the cartridges yeah. the cart cartridges yes mm-hmm. oh that's badass that's a cool little display hack another another one and this kind of this was another topic i want to just talk about what do you guys think about acrylic cases on 
Game Boy games. Uh, I was just going to talk about that I also. Can, I can reach it. I love mine. Hell yeah. But yeah, that was I have cool. them all on like my like quote unquote expensive games. And plus right. like they're nice to display because um, like before I had them and then when I got them, I'm like, oh, like it's <clears> one, it keeps it protected too. If you're moving or something, you know, it, it obviously keeps it protected, but it's also, you're, you don't have to worry about it getting messed up or anything. Yeah. And it just looks really nice. So um it looks super clean and like they're all the same like consistency and everything so i definitely really like them i've got plastic cases from retroprotection.com and if you guys are ever looking for just kit plastic cases for your games check out retroprotection i've got plastic cases for anything over a hundred dollars but with the way prices are kind of getting right now i was looking at my sculptor's (laughs) cut (laughs) and i'm like i'm like sculptor's cuts like damn near a thousand dollar game so I, I ordered a acrylic case from collectorprotector.com. Uh, 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 yeah, collectorprotector.com. That's just for a cartridge? And that's been shifting. Yeah, so that's just cartridge. Uh, uh, acrylic that's case. cool. But, so. And I want to get more, especially acrylic, but the price adds up. They do. And especially, <laughs> I want to get system box protectors, but those yeah. are like 25 plus a, a box protector. Oh, the plastic ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's wild. And when I've got 30 system boxes, it's like you look at the ones that grand. are like a weird shape, you know? Yeah. Like I'm sure these exist, but like I just haven't found them while browsing. But like I'm looking at like, you know, like hey you Pikachu or like the Pokemon yeah. Stadium. Those are like the weird yeah. retroprotection.com. Yeah, I gotta get those. That's the other thing. I was looking around for an acrylic case for this booster box. They don't Uh exist. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't exist. Oh, that's so cool. But this thing's sweet. I was really, really stoked. That was the Topps trading card booster box he was just holding. Yeah. That's dope. So I think if you have like the extra money and maybe you don't buy them all at once, but you kind of buy a couple each paycheck or whatever, and just slowly get them over time. I think unless you're a baller, then just buy them all at once. Just do it. Exactly. Do it. We can't yeah. do that. I can't do that. Maybe one. <laughs> I want to know. Wedding gift. You guys can get me uh, acrylic <laughs> cases for my video games. I can be on my register. My aunt's going to be like, what the hell are these things we're trying to buy? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Chris, what topics you got? What are, we, what, are we, what are we hearing today? Next up, like I said, I thought this would be fun with our first guest on the podcast. I want to talk about top five things. Mm you want to add to your collection and maybe it's not maybe it's not specifically holy grail things maybe it's just like stuff that's eluded you and you're like man i can't wait to find this it could be games or cards oh man i got my spreadsheet ready <laughs> start us off Allie, yeah, with you go first. Okay, okay. I'm thinking. i gotta pick five well maybe it might be a little more than five but i'll just <laughs> name off a few because like i have what I did today while I was at work, I was just like, you know, was looking for something to do. So I went through and like prioritized like certain ones. That's so let's so see, far. let's look at this. Okay, here we this go. this is going to be a topic. So that's No, funny. I did it. Yeah, I'm that's incredible. Prepared. Very prepared. Uh, okay, so in no particular order, uh, Pokemon Red, complete in box. Okay. I, that's the only one I'm missing. It's doable. Gems one through three. It's doable. That's doable. It's just annoying that the prices are crazy right now. It is just going um, up. Oh yeah, totally. And then next is two Game Boy Colors that are Japan exclusive. There's the Pokemon, um, Pokemon Center, the orange one, the third anniversary. That one's fire. That one, I don't, I don't mind getting them loose. Um, that one looks cool. And then there's the Soccer Wars, the pink one. Yep. Oh, it's so pretty. It's pretty. It's It's so gorgeous. I want it so bad. Uh, let me see what else. The, the last GameCube game I need 
And last time I checked on price charting, it's like 90 bucks. And it's one of my favorite games that I regret not getting earlier is F-Zero-GX. That's insane. That's got $90. Got yeah. Last GameCube you need that you want, or are you going for the full set? No, I'm just last GameCube game, just like personal. Yeah. That game, I don't I, do, I checked yeah. the price of that two nights ago, and it's up to like insane. 120 on eBay. It's crazy. <laughs> and like, I collect, I don't do loose discs. Like, I always do complete in box for GameCube. Yeah. It's, uh-huh. you know. yeah, loose so, discs. Yeah. And then I guess the last, I'll, I'll do two more and then I'll do a TCG one, but I'm okay. trying to get um, the Pikachu 3DS XL, the one where it's like Pikachu's got his little hands up. And then that yeah, Animal yeah. Crossing, the Pop-Tart looking one, that 3DS yeah, XL. The yeah, cool. I like the Pop-Tart one. That's a cute one. Yeah. And then cards. I mean, like the really expensive cards I want, like, I think the main, my number one would be the birthday Pikachu. I want to buy it graded. Because I had that as a kid and I lost it. And I'm oh, uh, <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, that that, that is one, one of my favorite uh, cards in the collection. Or Shining Raichu, because, you know, obviously Raichu is my favorite. Ooh, I have those That's a banger. <laughs> now, Ali, how do you collect? Are you the type of person kind of like buy stuff from like claim sales and eBay? Or do you do a lot of like local Facebook Marketplace garage um, sales? I mainly, I would say, so I have like, two or three like local retro stores I'll go to around where I am because I'm in Maryland. Mm -hmm. So I'll do that. I'll go on eBay and then I'll like buy and trade um, and sell stuff on Instagram from like, you know, like people like you guys, you know, Um, those are the main things. I don't really do, I haven't really done Facebook marketplace too much just because that's, I checked it out before. I feel like that's been kind of hit or miss for me Mm -hmm. um, just where I am, but those are probably like the top three ways I like get games. So awesome. Fuzzy, what about you? Going into my list, let me, I should have been prepared. <laughs> so, question. I know. <laughs> the top games I want for 2021, and each new year I write down these, kind of 2021 top games I want. Can I interject real quick? Yes. And I apologize about this. I Are forgive these you. games, games you're going to play? Probably not. Okay, continue. Just... Just just, just kind of fill, filling in gaps in my collection. I guess for I guess for me, I I mostly play everything I own. I would say that's dope. Like at some point, whether I beat it or not, completely different. Story. Yeah, Fair enough. Yeah. And, oh yeah. <laughs> On the bright side, with functionality, I think I'll play more games when everything's set up. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's, 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 that's true. That's true. It is annoying to have to hook everything. True. Super. I'm making excuses yeah. though. If you have a comfortable <laughs> setup. It's a lot more fun. So yeah. I know we said top five, but my top ten games I wanted on my. I'm, it's my question. I can stray away from you. Can do whatever you want. Do what you want, dude. <laughs> my, it's a Top podcast. 10. Top ten. <laughs> so I have uh, X and X two on Super Nintendo Mega Man. I need X three. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'm looking out for that. I am. Is that an exp- couple- Oh wait, on Super Nintendo. Yes. That's a very expensive game. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm missing a couple of the Mario Party games on 3DS, which are somewhere kind of hard to find. I'm, I'm missing. I'm missing Mario Party Island Tour and Mario Party the Top 100. Yeah. Uh, the Mario Party games on 3DS are un- and 3DS is starting to go crazy expensive. 3DS is nuts now. What the heck happened? I need I love my 3DS so much. Kind yeah, of the I, last I system I want to. Kind of the last system I want to add. I need a Sega Master System. Mm-hmm. I'm looking Weird. to add. I Looks don't really cool. have any like random expensive DS games besides like Pokemon. So I want to add and just because simply the reason is it has a badass name: the Little Red Riding Hood Zombie Barbecue. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. That's oh, like man. the last thing I want to add there. Uh, so I'm going for the full N64 set. I want to add Worms Armageddon. 
I need Mega Man on Game Boy. And I actually completed two already. I got Chrono Trigger and Pro- Pokemon Trozy. Trozy? Yeah. Very cool. And my last one I want is Dokapon Kingdom on the Wii. Such a bizarre, expensive game. Just it's yeah. expensive and it's Wii, which is cool. So and the way I collect is yeah, you're I'm a big Wii dude, which I'm, I like. I appreciate I'm like 95% local garage sales, Facebook marketplace, Craigslist. Savage. So I don't buy from eBay. I don't buy from game stores. So this is just strictly if I find it in the wild, cool. But I also have a local game store to where I, and Ryan sent me his trade-ins. I'm going this Sunday. I will take anything. (laughs) I take a tote full of loose discs, scratched. How how big was the box? I said 20 pounds, right? Yeah, like 22 pounds. I said 22 pounds of shitty games. Of junk. (laughs) Like I would like loose discs, scratch discs, anything. You can take them 14 copies of Madden 06 on GameCube and they'll take every single one. Hell yeah. Wow. So I've got like 500 bucks in store credit. Maybe there they right melt now. them down for parts. <laughs> what do they do? No, the, the, their store is stacked floor to ceiling. And if you go to like the Xbox 360 game, they'll have 30 Madden 12s just like oh sitting there. God. And it's like, That's why? So yeah. What are they doing? But okay, so I have about 500 bucks in store credit there right now, and I'm hitting there Sunday, and I'm hoping to get between 150 and 200 in store credit that I have. So I'm pissed because I've been saving for the last year for a Game Boy kiosk. And it sold. And stupid people with their stimulus checks and their tax returns think they can ball out, and they bought it. Yeah, yeah, Stimmy checks will do that to you, bro. will get the deals out from under. So I follow them on Facebook and Instagram. I'm just waiting for them to get something traded in, like. Really stunt cool. racer or just something random expensive mm-hmm. i'm like i got 700 bucks in store credit that i brought you maddie games for to burn <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool dude i gotta send you more boxes i'm just gonna keep because i just have you know i mean as yeah you, as someone who buys big lots of stuff you get those like, this this mm-hmm. lot i picked up tape 50 ps2 games i bet you 30 of those are going to trade in <laughs> yeah ps2 is an easy system to get junk games for though exactly i will say <laughs> So yeah. I will update next week on how my trade-in went. All right. Yeah. Top five for me, though. Top five for – all right. Number one, sealed copy of Pokemon Silver. Yeah. If I could somehow get that for a reasonable per- reasonable price – and reasonable is still obviously expensive at this point. Like, I can't mm-hmm. – unless Was I, that a grand? Uh, probably a bit more at this point. Probably closer to two. Both of you have said complete box Pokemon games, and I know I've talked about it recently. I hope my – misprint copy of crystal oh, yeah. comes back authentic so wait far. misprint copy of crystal what is very this? yeah so i sent a so i'm in a couple retro gaming discords and yeah. we allow buy sell trade in them and somebody posted a complete inbox copy like they needed money quick they posted a complete inbox copy of crystal for 250 which oh, is already deals. a great deal it's like yeah. 400 boxes yeah. crushed whatever i claimed it got it in the mail the entire back the entire back text is shifted so you can see the outline of like where the logo is supposed to be or text and oh, everything printing oh. down. Yeah. So it looks like, like the sick. press came yeah. down and just like it misaligned or something I mean, like that. That happens to Pokemon oh. cards pretty often. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like, text shifts or whatever. But I mm-hmm. talked to Ryan. I posted a few Facebook groups and a couple and people think it's real. And the guy I bought it from was cool. He goes, yeah, I didn't really think anything of it. I'm like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to send it to WADA. Let yeah. them yeah. authenticate it. If it's authentic, they'll grade it. It's going to get a crappy grade because it's, 
a bad condition box but, but it's still like an air box pokemon misprint graded did you ask oh. him to put that qualifier yep. like so i so i emailed them before and i was oh, like hey i think sick. i have this misprint copy of crystal if it turns out to be authentic and a misprint will you guys note that on the label and yeah. like yeah we'll we'll note that on the label Dude, and then when i sent so it and i included a that. note in the that's package cool. too that would be with that I, I can't believe i don't think somebody would fake I feel like if it were fake, they would which, like, get based it off, like, closer to right or like, I don't know. Like, like yeah, noticed, like who would fake it that badly? Because right. like the you Nintendo know? seal was like blurry. It was like doubled. Like the text overlaps. So it was like yeah. blurry and doubled. I was like, okay, that's fake. Maybe it's the one, but that the closer I looked, the entire back is just oh, shifted yeah. down. And it's, exactly. it still had the like metallic sheen that yeah everything else like the flaps the codes yeah. and the characters you, on the flaps look good. Showing me all those pictures, I was like, yeah, dude, it looks like a legit crystal box. And the yeah. guy was cool. He was like, if it turns out to be fake, I'll give you a refund. And then yeah, so I think Wada charges a hundred. Wada yeah. charges hundred and ten dollars to grade a complete in box game, which is kind of crazy. Kind of ridiculous, yeah. but and, and I just don't understand grading complete in box games unless it's something like this. Yeah, ne- no, neither do I. Yeah. yeah um but in this situation i thought it was special but if it yeah, turns out to if it turns out to be fake they only charge you 15 bucks for their time and research oh, that's lit. so i was like it's, oh. it's worth it it's like a yeah, super yeah, no-brainer then yeah yeah when did when did you send that out it got there march 19 all right i started the order march 19th so it probably got there a week after or so not bad Right, so we so, got a bit of waiting to do about a month, maybe. Months. I mean, months. but then yours took a while to ship back to you. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, Pikmin was done for like a week or more before it shipped back. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'll whatever. Up, I'll update you guys in a month and a half or so. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. wild. Sorry but, to cut you off, Ryan. Yeah, no, no, it's all good. Uh, otherwise, so I said, what did I say so far? Silver. I said one thing. Yeah, sealed, sealed copy silver. of silver, which I'd then get graded because that'd be cool. Yeah. Then, um, another a really nice pvm like a holy grail pvm like maybe like a a 20l5 which is you know it's a sick pvm it's like a it's like probably a two three thousand dollar monitor but i've found i've personally that's one thing i'm good at finding like monitors and shit like i've been very savvy with and i've gotten really good deals on stuff like that so I'll, i'll hold out for one of those until i get a good deal on it and then like TCG again. I mean, the the baller the baller in me wants to say like first edition Lugia. Like oh, I would love to yeah. get a first edition Lugia. That would be unreal. Great oh, in like a nine point five back. Yeah, you talked about that stuff. Five. I want my I want my group sub back from oh August. God. Oh my god, me too. Oh, me too. Buy your stuff. I have a first edition Typhlosion at PSA right now. That is literally I've been planning. That's so do I. Bonus, dude. Like I've got one too for the year. <laughs> I've got a first edition uh, oh, hollow Typhlosion. But you got the other, not the uh, 17. I don't know what that is, so maybe mine is. No, you sent me a picture. It's, a, it's the other one. It is. It's the other one. <laughs> there's one that's worth, like, dumb money. And then there's one that's Isn't still it like worth... Isn't it like the, the card number, numbers and errors? Is that what it is? No, there's literally two different cards. What's the T17? In the same set. It's, it's just artwork? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so the card number's T17? Yeah, it's like, they just call it T17, like Typhlosion 17, 17, or Typhlosion 16 is the other one. Or maybe 18, it's one of them. But It's 17 and 18, I have my... I'm trying to get those two cards, and I have my spreadsheet up. So so. 17 and 18. (laughs) So yeah, it's... So there's... there's, And the other 18 is starting to increase in value a lot more now, too. I I have that in first edition, too, but I didn't send it off. So pissed we sent those bulk. Oh, we were idiots. We were young and dumb kids uh, before we knew... (laughs) 
knew what we were doing in this world of TCG grading and everything uh, like that. We were Ryan so- and Chris are just in it for the money. They took out the Pokemon recently. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. We just didn't know how to grade, dude. And yes. We just didn't understand bulk subs would not take the advertised time, dude. Bulk subs are taking years and years, dude. I'm going to, yeah. I don't know, whatever. So what am I? I'm at like three things. Yeah. Oh boy. And Koozie's cut you off three times. So it is what it is. <laughs> I'd say, oh, when I do have a house, I would love a stand up uh, N64 kiosk. Yeah. Pokemon Snap kiosk would be. Oh, that's like my that's like dream. Grail, grail, grail. Dream. Yes. Yeah. Same, same, yeah, same. Yeah. Super Grail would be a Pokemon Snap kiosk uh, just because, I mean, come on. That's it. That's, that's really it. it. That's it. You got one of those in your house. You're living. Uh, there was one. There was one near me for sale, like maybe a year or two ago, but it was like super overpriced. I was yeah. like, not that I like had the, the room. I would literally buy like, a storage unit for one. Just a store got, right now. If I got a good enough price yeah. on it, like hey, your roommate yeah. to keep it in his room. Yeah, so I got exactly. less crap than you. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I I think that I mean that we'll do that as five because I can't think. I don't. I told Ali, I feel like before you hopped in the call, Chris, I was yeah. saying like, I have such ADHD in how I collect. Like sometimes I want something, then I want another thing that I don't have like any set. I really should set more goals, but it's- Are you guys okay with a little bit of a condition issue? My buddy is so OCD about his collection. If he gets a game and say it's a nice game and they one he wants, if there is the slightest nick in the label, oh, you'll no. sell it. Uh, I'm not super picky personally, as long as it's not like destroyed. Yeah, so- like. And especially if you're getting it at a garage sale for two dollars, it's like you can't oh, really yeah. complain. If you're yeah. paying up for it, you're gonna look for the nicest copy. But yeah, man, yeah, that's kind of. I don't know. I I understand why people like want to go. I get it. Like the nicest yeah. of the nice, and if you have that kind of, because some, it's just like another. That's another tax bracket, bro. If you're, <laughs> yeah. if you're collecting like the super minty, you're in another tax bracket. So yeah, exactly. like there's some games I would love to like quote unquote upgrade, but it's yeah. like I'm just happy having it. So like yeah, yeah. if the opportunity opportunity presented itself, I'm not gonna say no. Right. But like I don't got the money to like go yeah. look for like yeah. Exactly. You know? And that's how I am. So going for the full N64 set and the way I collect at garage sales, you're gonna get stuff with bad labels or ripped up back labels. Yeah. And how my shelf is set up. The right side of my shelf is things that need label upgrades. The left side is all ready to go. So when I get a game, I know, I know just to look at the right side and scan, like, does it need a label upgrade or not? You're a genius. Good idea. (laughs) Very smart. It's very smart. So kind of transitioning into geniuses, Ryan is also a genius and he knows a lot about the stock market. So I wanted to bring up the, the, the conversation of tops going public. It's interesting, dude. It really is. So I wrote down some notes here. So they're going public with a, so I'm going to spit out some things. If I don't make sense, I don't really know the stock market. Ryan can always correct me. Ali, I don't know how versatile you are in the stock Game market. Stonks. That's Game all stonk. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but so they're valued at 1.3 billion. Yeah. And another number I saw was crazy. And it just goes along with the kind of boom in cards. And I'd love to see their revenue for or their sales for 2021 because in 2020 they had sales of 567 million which was a 23 percent increase from 2019 wow and i feel like 2021 is even bigger going to be bigger so it's like i wonder what 2021 mm. is going to increase from 2020 and i guess my first question ryan maybe you can answer this is so tops has been publicly traded this will be the third time 
That's so, I didn't know that. Um, this will be the third time Tops has become a Tops has become a publicly traded company. The first was in 1972, and then it went private again in 1984, following a 90 $98 million buyout. Um, then Tops Tops went public again in 87 and remained that way until 2007, when it was acquired by some company like Mitchell and Heiser led company. And then it's going to, um, public again now. So do you know why companies will go public, not go public, go public, not go public? Well, it sounds like in that case, it's, if you're, if a company's bought out, uh, you know, the, the, the company can then decide to, to, you the know, new company that bought them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, or if that other company wasn't, publicly traded to begin with and they just bought tops yeah. then that's an, a, another option i think a company can just delift delist itself in the market if they go bankrupt that's another possible option uh there's like a lot of a lot of reasons you could and then this time they're going public uh like by ways of a spac and a SPAC, yeah. the spac is just like a it's like a, a a company that helps companies go public by raising capital and like pretty much just being being a bank for the company I, they call I, them like a blank check company exactly it's it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty much like they just are the are the capital behind this company going public so we'll see i i, I don't i don't know too much as to why like tops is trying to like do you did you read anything as to like what what their plans are why are they trying to do this or are they just trying to make more, i think it like, might be uh, just raise more the, equity yeah and there's like the boom in trading cards like there's never mm-hmm. been a better time and they're doing a lot of stuff with their like and the, i guess the boom in nfts too which we've talked about on the podcast so mm-hmm. tops is doing a new thing called um Tops create their Tops Now program, which is like of the moment cards. So if like a big play happens or there's something in like culture or a meme, Tops will make a card about it. So two that I saw recently, I guess the defining moment was shout out the Detroit Tigers. Miguel Cabrera on opening day hit the first home run of the 2021 season and it was snowing here in Detroit. So they made like a Tops Now and a digital card for like him hitting a home run in the snow. Wow. And then- you guys know the meme that was going around when the presidential inauguration was happening with the Bernie Sanders kind of sitting yeah. there with his legs and arms crossed. Yeah. They made a card for that, like a defined like, oh, meme culture moment. <laughs> and then and they, was... so they, so they yeah. sell them on like tops.com for like 20, I can't, I can't remember if it's 24 or 48 hours. Yeah. It's 24. I'm looking right now. And it's, so how many of these do they put in circulation on the, on the, blockchain? however many people buy it is however many they print interesting so there's not a set not which i think they would be valued more if they did like this one's gonna have a 2000 print run well yeah so like there's i'm looking at it right now this is crazy dude nfts ali do you know do you know about nfts i've i've all the pokemon tcg podcasts i listen to that's all they're talking about so like i have a very vague idea of it (laughs) no but same here but it's just i just know that it's crazy i'm looking at the tops now website and I love Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter career retrospective tops now Chrome card ends in 23 days, and they're going for $574. So they'll also do ones. I, I think they're doing it with the tops now cards. Wow. I can't remember. But in 2020, they did tops project 2020, and they're also doing it in 2021. But I followed it more in 2020, and I got burned bad. I, I jumped on the FOMO train. <laughs> 
bought cards and the day I bought the cards was the day the bubble burst and I got burned. Yeah, the NFT bubble seemed to be kind of bursting a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Paying, paying attention to it. Um, but one thing they're doing with the Tops project cards is so they bring in artists and they do their artist spins on past cards and then they release fire. them on the website. Oh, but they do like, they'll reduce, so the base card is however many people purchase, however many the print run is. But then they'll do like, 10 cards which are art um artist prints so people will try to get the artist artist prints um, and that's out of 10 or they'll do like they'll say they do a mike trout card and the population uh the print run is seven thousand. randomly insert will be 14 like autograph cards will actually come in and autograph the artist cards but it's a digital autograph yeah. So Project 2020 was not digital. Mm. That was like actual uh, cards. I'm not sure. Is Tops Now more digital? Tops Now is it's all NFTs, no? I th- I think so. I think they're doing more with NFTs now. I okay, think choose smart post. Wait. Wait. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Tops Now is actually NFTs. I may be wrong. Okay. I think they're actually shipping them to you. But right, I think that Tops makes has... more, way more sense. And if this is like an actual Derek Jeter autograph, this would be sick. Then it's so I think cool, Tops has things hard. in the work for NFTs, but I think I, I'm, I stand corrected. Uh, the Tops now is actually cards that ship to you. Okay, okay. Fair enough. But Tops is trying to get into the NFT space. 100%. I mean, it's still mm. so new. So it'll be interesting to because right now you have like, I guess the biggest card NFT we see right now, and which we talked about is NBA Top Shot. Yeah. So, which mm-hmm. I don't, I think the hype has really died down around that because I'm in a lot of like, I'm in the card community big on Twitter. I feel like the card community is kind of big on Twitter versus Instagram. And Top Shot has really died down, I believe. I don't know. People said it was going to happen. And People that kind of leads happen. us into our viewer question of the week. So my buddy Dane actually asked us a viewer question. Shout out Dane. Um, went to high school with him and things like that. And he's my Dane buddy. Um, he he collects kind of like he sees me and my buddy Jake collect to go to garage sales with us. He'll just kind of tag along and hang out. Um, but he texted me the other, the other night and I've sold him a few games, just five bucks, whatever, to get, get him good games for cheap. And he texts me and he goes, dude, you're helping me start collecting. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Like, do you want to like collect or do you want to resell? How do you want to do it? And his question of the week goes through it. He goes with a spike in game collecting and prices, are we going to see a big decline in the future? Or do you think these things are just going to continue going up and up? Mm. I don't, I don't think it would be, I feel like eventually the prices will have to drop. I don't think like, you know, Pokemon black and white or black and white two is going to be like a hundred dollar plus game forever, but I definitely don't think it's gonna, you know, dip down to something like super low because I just feel like with quarantine and the pandemic and everything like the demand like everybody being at home like that's a big part of the reason why everything spiked so like I still think you know you know that'll slowly kind of slow down but I don't think it'll I want things to go back to how they were like pre-pandemic with prices obviously but like I think eventually, hopefully it'll slow down to that point, but I don't think it'll necessarily like completely collapse and everything just, just because of like, you know, with like, I mean, grading cards and games has always been a thing, but I think that's definitely seen obviously a huge, you know, increase, you know, and he kind of had a part two to that. He goes kind of, are the games going to, cause he talked about like, especially with the grading, I feel like grading is kind of the, 
the games and cards are more in the hands of, especially when you get to more very expensive stuff, are more in the hands of investors versus yeah. collectors. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think I've talked about this a lot with different people. I think there games that are rare right now, like games that are hard to find right now, are only mm-hmm. going to stay hard to find. Exactly. And also not only did the stimulus and the pandemic and all that uh provide the the like cash into the market like provide that uh cash available for interest in the market or collecting and everything but also Mm -hmm. like because that happened that got people hooked like people are now into it like it's it's like a new hobby that they found and so like i think that increase in uh demand is gonna it's gonna stay we we have a bunch of new collectors like that's just that's just it and the, the games that are rare like complete box pokemon games like hate to say it like i don't think we're gonna see those games decrease in value like yeah i don't know i don't know i, I don't know i, don't I, think got I got them when i did up, yeah, but, but there's obviously gonna be a dip and that's how markets work now yeah. ali correct me if i'm wrong but i doubt you collect atari yeah <laughs> Ryan, I'm with it though. Yeah. I know when we resell, we see Atari and we're kind of just like, ew, I don't want to pick Ew. up Atari. Yeah. So I, I feel like that's more of like the people who enjoyed Atari are too old to collect now. Kind of the next system up is NES. Do you think we're going to see a decline in NES Ooh, prices in the future? That's a good idea. Who are like hardcore collecting NES get too old. And like, yeah. Ryan, like, like us, we are, Ali, I, I I, I, I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know how NES. old you are. I'm 26. Like, <laughs> all right. So we're all around the same hey, age. Yeah, we're, um, yeah. So like we grew up with like PS2 and GameCube. And that's why you're seeing mm. PS2 and GameCube prices start to go through the roof. Yeah. Because us in our 20s, we now have access to adult money. Exactly. What so we're like, about. let's buy stuff we had as a child we didn't yeah. grow up with the nes so we're not going to be specifically going after nes but like if you just have a random buddy who doesn't collect he's like man i really want a gamecube four controllers and double dash again just to relive my childhood mm-hmm. with my buddies and that's just another person hopping in to buy stuff yeah yeah that's a good point i didn't even yeah. think about that like but i know a couple of older collectors who just love like that older shit like nes is their jam cib nes cib atari even like that and i'm like i look at that shit, and I'm older like, collectors there's yeah. not many 22 year olds that are hard on nes exactly no 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 no. i, think, I know like one person and that's it that's <laughs> so it's like yeah i think you're right maybe they're yeah. real maybe i don't know like yeah maybe in 20 years 30 years prices yes is gonna be nes is gonna be the new atari and then we're just as well, yeah as people get older and systems get older i think we're just mm. gonna see it just a slow trend mm-hmm. of as as systems get older they start to decrease in price like yeah and i think something like the wii u and, and wii u and vita could be one of the most oh, collectible totally. systems just because yep. vita is already impossible to find it wasn't that great of a selling system and then wii u has one of the smallest libraries so when you get to collectors some collectors are like i want a full uh, yeah. set of something and we mm-hmm. only got 192 games or whatever that's a that's obtainable so you're gonna see yeah. a lot of people start to go for the wii u set the thing is with wii u too it's like with the gamepad and everything it's like you have to have that with it or like you know it can't be broken or whatever so that's an all, a whole nother part of the equation but I, i've talked about that a lot on my stream where it's like you go through these like generational sort of like trends where like you know right now what's popping yeah. is like you know like ps2 gamecube um you know that kind of era yep. and like n64 was 
N64 started popping, you know, I guess, like a few years ago, and it still it still is really popular. Yep. Yeah. Um, and SNES still expensive, but maybe you know more people are looking for the more quote unquote modern stuff. But yeah, with like yeah. NES, for example, I don't know if you guys um, listen to uh, Pat the NES Punk. He has yep. a podcast. Yeah. yeah and he t- he's talked about that on his podcast, where you know obviously he's older than us and yeah he collects NES, and he's yeah. saying how like he's even noticed like you know. The NES prices like start out dirt cheap, you know, maybe like back, you know, in the 90s or whatever, because everybody's like, oh, it's old, who cares? And then it increases when like that generation gets yep. back into it's it. So but now it's like, Starting to come yeah, out. you probably have your one guy. Like, I know, I can think of one person that I know that like has a shitload of NES games. But yeah. like, you know, I, I like some NES games. Do I want to collect them? Not necessarily, but you'll have and your people that thing. are interested. You're going to collect yeah. what you like, or you're going to have those collections that go after rare stuff. But are these just rant? And the NES. NES has such a big library. Just are the, the majority. Rare games. Of, yeah, the rare are games. Are the majority of NES games going to be like the majority of Atari games where they're just not worth anything? And the rare games yeah. aren't even that good sometimes. No, that goes that, for any system, but I feel like especially NES. <laughs> 100%. But I think with anything, and this is what I remind people crossing over another thing, I remind people about this with Pokemon is that even so, the rare stuff is always going to be rare. Like, yeah. and like, and when I say, like, people think, like, you know, a base set unlimited Charizard Hollow, like, they think that's rare. But in reality, like, that's one of the most printed sets of all time. And there mm-hmm. are so many base set unlimited Charizard. But if you look at something like, you know, the Gold Star Rayquaza from EX Legends, I think it is, or whatever mm-hmm. set it was from, mm-hmm. like, one of those cards where, like, the print run was so much smaller, yeah. the, 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 like, supply and demand equation for value like looks it just looks way different like yeah exactly so it it it, the same thing uh i was thinking nes like little samson that game to those hardcore nes collectors it's the (coughs) matteo yeah the demand is high enough to i think that the price it's going to support that price for like a long time Mm. whereas that like those other games that might have been like 25 dollars games just due to the hype like maybe contra or something that, that was a game printed, you know, so many copies of Contra 3, whatever uh, mm-hmm. it was on the NES or Castlevania, Simon's Quest, any of those games. Mm-hmm. Those games were printed so much. And while they that price might be bought up due to like demand right now, I think what you're saying, those types of games are going to be the ones that 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 equation, the supply and demand equation will level out. Whereas like the rare stuff is still going to be the demand is going to and the demand and the lack of supply is going to support mm-hmm. those higher prices. going Because like. I don't collect for Atari and the only rare Atari games that come to mind. I don't know. Man, I think there's one called like Pepsi invaders. That is a very rare, expensive game. But like if I found, Pepsi, fun. if I found pe- it's, it's literally like pet, like Coke, like pop Pepsi. Oh my God. And I think if I, if I found that I'd keep it just because it's a rare and expensive game and there's collectors mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, definitely. What's interesting too, on going on, like on top of that, like discussing an NES cause I've, heard of this happening before but then you throw into the equation of people finding whether this is tcg or games the the rare occasion when somebody ha- finds like a whole case or shipping box of an old game there like there was, yeah. a, I was there was a guy there's some guy that like had a, a case of like stadium events he lives something. in michigan oh he does he lives in northern oh, michigan. when did that happen 
Dude, is you gotta, um, gotta find him. This you is, heard this Al, is, you um, heard on the Pat the NES Punk, I'd heard. I'd yeah, assume. He, yeah. yeah, he talks he, about what's him. It, what's his name? Uh, something Steve Atwood. or something? Oh, Tim Atwood. Tim Atwood, yeah. Why does it sound familiar? Because <laughs> he's a huge collector and he has okay. a bunch of sealed games. But he's super low-key, which is yeah. very interesting. But he sure, lives in Northern there's Michigan. so many people like that. That's the thing. We don't know how many games are really out there either. Exactly. Because not everybody's doing what we're doing, where yeah, it's like, okay, we're all on social media. And, you know, some people just want to, like, do their own thing and like keep it private and like i totally respect that i think that's awesome yeah um but it's like the thing is with people people making the assumptions that like oh everything i see on ebay or instagram or whatever site it is you know that's all that's out there like nah like especially i feel like with tcg right like with pokemon tcg with like the rare cards and stuff that like there's maybe only one of it versus games are obviously more of a mass-produced thing like i feel like you see that even more where people come out of nowhere with like a trophy card Some, or something. something cool yeah. that sports cards do is they will actually number their cards like this is out of 99 or out of cool. four so you that. know exactly how many <laughs> are out there and the, the crazy thing is you could have out of 10 but out of those 10 how many just went to a kid who mom yeah. bought him a pack at the store and the kid threw it in a shoebox? Yeah. Or, or two, how many of those 10 uh, are some, are investor who bought the box and kept the box sealed, sealed that's never going to be found? Yo, sports cards are a whole different ballgame. I've uh, said it before. It's insane. That's insane. Well, that reminds me of like the um, Wizards of the Coast employees that have like the uncut Pokemon sheets and like the Blastoise and stuff. Have you guys saw that? That Proto Blastoise? I've seen. Oh, that's crazy. That's oh, so cool. So cool. <laughs> But also, there's a cool, fun history. Raichu Gold Star, the Raichu Gold Star card is the most, uh, the most popular or the card with the most uh, population in PSA. All those, because uh, an employee back when they back when they were producing them, like came out of the uh, store with like binders and binders full of Raichu Gold wow. Stars. So. Ride to Gold Star is like a way significantly more popular That's Gold Star card than any of the other Gold Star cards. So crazy. Crazy. But that just goes to show you like really anything could happen. And there could be employees that took shit like years mm-hmm. ago that are still sitting on it, you know? And maybe they oh, don't even know. Crazy. Maybe they're just so out of the loop that they yeah. just have this well, stuff. Yeah. And that's the thing I want to find at a garage sale. I want to go to a oh, garage sale, find oh, somebody who's like, to or an estate sale, an estate oh, yeah. sale. Like, that they're like the grandpa died and he worked for Nintendo. He just got boxes of shit. My, my uncle Washington. works for Nintendo. Oh. <laughs> What's interesting about that too go... is like so, sometimes with these people that like you know work at a company and then they leave and you know you get older or whatever and you hold on to this stuff. You know, there's some people that like know what they have and mm-hmm. like we're very involved in like wh- whatever company it is. Um, and then there's some people that's just like that was just a period of their life and they happen yep. to have that stuff and they just and don't care or don't know and they're like okay. I to get get it sell it to somebody that knows what it is but like you know to some people it's like you know i don't like anybody can have anything yeah do say that i always say all right well i think this was a fun episode this was awesome ali thanks for joining us today do you have anything to say anything uh Um, comments questions oh just follow me on instagram at retro (laughs) zero oh yeah yeah and, oh, yeah. Awesome, and we'll throw yeah, all your links fun. in the description. So yeah, we cool. hope you guys enjoyed episode nine of the Cards and Cartridges podcast. We are about to ha- hop on over to our live claim sale. Live claim Ooh. sales happen Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv slash zero G retro. It's a great time. We sell retro video games, systems, accessories, Pokemons for crazy good deals. Real um, life Pokemons, we sell them. Real life Pokemon, yes. yes. We sell yes. Pokemons. 
Ryan will dress up in a Pikachu Halloween costume. And Actually, Professor you. Oak costume. Oh well, yeah, true. Dude, but yeah, you and should do And if it's your own. birthday, he'll if it's your birthday, he'll show up in a Misty costume. <laughs> but that's a story for another time. We hope you Yo, guys enjoyed. <laughs> like, subscribe, give us a follow. Let us know what you thought of this week's episode, and we hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Peace. Allie.